Hey everyone, today is Thursday, the 19th of July, 2018. This is The Gap, episode 428. I'm Luke Laurie, and with me is a sick Job Guru. What's going on, Job? You a bit sick today? Uh, I am a bit sick. Um, yeah, I've been sick all week, I guess. So, uh, yeah. It's going around, man. Uh, it is, but I, I don't know if this is the same one or what. I don't know. Because I, I was sick, um, obviously, after... I got back from overseas and then, sorry, after Sweden and then I got back from E3 and then I got sick after that again. So I was like sick twice in about three weeks. Um, And my um, partner's sick at the moment as well. And so, um, yeah, she's sick. And then like the last couple of days I've been feeling like, oh, shit. I think I'm, oh, no. I think I'm getting it again. I'm like, this is impossible. I can't be sick three times in like a fucking like four or five week period. Um, that is that is pretty ridiculous. But uh, I'm feeling okay at the moment. But it looks like you got it instead. Yay. Yeah. I, uh, yeah, I fucking, I've had a pretty busy week too. And it's been that weird, like I've, I sound sick now. Yeah. Uh, I've been like- I think it's some weird, some weird shit is going on with this flu because I sounded like okay, apart from a pretty hectic cough early in the week, mm. but I was fucking like loopy as shit. Like just everything was spinning all of the fucking time type shit. And then it has like progressed in reverse yeah. where I now sound extremely sick but I feel like I can function. Like I've, that's why we, that's why I figured we better do the podcast today because if we wait until tomorrow, I figured I would sound like I couldn't speak at all. Like I was on fucking death's door, but I'd actually be able to run a fucking marathon. Yeah. That's yeah. That's how this shit feels. It's very weird. I do not feel like sick anymore, except for obviously the stuff knows. And my cough is still there, but it's not like yeah as bad. Uh, yeah, earlier in the week I was fucked, man, like proper fucked, like not getting out of bed and shit. Yeah. Hmm. Like I that like full man flu shit, like just being a full fucking baby about it. Uh, and now I feel yeah, like especially like relatively speaking, I feel fucking fine. Yeah. So when I got sick, uh, getting back from Europe, I had that cough for like, I don't know, two weeks or something, but yeah. I wasn't sick at that still. Like after I got sick, I had that cough for like another two weeks, basically until after I got back from E3 and then I got sick again. Um, but yeah, I'd say sort of thing. Like I didn't feel sick, but I just had this fucking cough that just like the remnants of, of the flu, <laughs> like the bits yeah. that stayed behind. It was like, Yay. let's get all this shit out. Um, so yeah, it's fun, fun times, fun times. Hmm. Um, yeah, well, I don't know. Anyway, uh, there's so much to talk about as well. So there's tons. It's not even well. I um, I got a new PlayStation. You got a new PlayStation. You bought. You bought I, into the Prime Day deal, hey? Yeah. So Amazon did a um, a one day or two day Prime sale. Yeah, two days. Where people with Prime accounts got uh, discounted sales and on whatever the hell they were selling. And it's just basically an incentive for people to sign up to Prime, um, basically. Yeah. But the thing they do wrong is they give free trial memberships to Prime, so you can just 
just sign up and cancel it. After well, that. you That's can. That's the idea. That, but a <laughs> people, lot of people forget. Forget to fucking yeah, cancel it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I don't know if they're necessarily doing it wrong, but uh, yeah, there are. There's definitely people who are getting around some shit. Did yeah. You, you get you get a bunch with the Prime account in Australia. I uh, I had Prime. I've had Prime for like two plus years now because it used to be free shipping, free one day shipping when I go to the States. And so I was in the States a lot. And so I would buy shit while it's in the States on Amazon and it would show up before I left uh, free shipping. Uh, plus I could watch, you know, all the Amazon shit. And, uh, you got like the Kindle library and all this kind of shit. And so it was, there was value there. Yeah. They've got um, uh, the, uh, what's that? Like podcast app for books. Kindle, uh, no, or that's uh, no Audible. Audible, Audible, yeah, that's there as so. well. Do you get that in Prime? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. You- oh, do you? Well, I I know it was part of the um, like the trial thing. It was like, hey, if you give us a dollar, you get four months free or something like that. Right. I'm well, sure. it is awesome, uh, but I'm yeah. pretty sure you don't get it normally with Prime right. because I've had I'm, I'm subscribed on it. I've got a bunch of fucking awesome oh, okay. audio books, uh, but yeah. You can get, um, you know, Ben McKelvey's books are on Audible. Okay, cool. You can get them. They're pretty good. Um, like they're a lot, I think they're better. I, Who narrates them? I can't remember. Like He didn't that. ask you. I know, ridiculous. <laughs> um, yeah, you can, um, because I, I, well, obviously I have the audio books and I have the, E like ebooks. I don't have fucking real books because who, who the fuck has real books? It's 2018. But uh, yeah, so uh, I think it's better as an audio book. Everything's better as an audio book. Fuck, I am fucking hoovering up books these days. Uh, like I just put my headphones in and that's it. Books, 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 books. I'm fucking smashing through the Stormlight Archive from ben- Brandon Sanderson, uh, which is. I don't know if you've read any of his shit, but he's got really good books, like really good fantasy writer. They got him to take over for Robert Jordan when Robert Jordan passed away from cancer. Uh, so finish off the Wheel of Time books. Yeah. And the last two or three that he writes, because uh, there's fucking 14 books in that fucking series, uh, the last ones he writes are the best in the series. Apart from maybe book one, but even book one is like Robert Jordan just had this fucking habit of like meandering through shit and going way into, into way too much detail about like inconsequential bullshit and all this kind of stuff. And it wasn't like Lord of the Rings style where like Tolkien just starts to jack himself off over how much he loves creating new languages and shit. It was just stupid shit, like really inconsequential, like fucking. This is like, uh, I can't remember their names, um, but they're running away from someone and they're running through a bunch of trees and uh, like a, a copse of trees. And here's a fucking in-depth, uh, like, look at what these trees like look like. But like, they're fucking, they're running through them for fucking 15 seconds tops. Like... You don't need... I don't need to know what the trees look like. They're trees. I've seen trees. I've seen groups of trees. I've seen tiny forests. 
big forests, all kind of forests. I get what a fucking copse of trees looks like. So, for the love of Christ, get on with it. But Robert Jordan never could. He loved it. And then Brandon Sanderson took over, and it's like, fuck, bang, 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 fucking, it's done. You thought this was going to be another, like, Robert Jordan was in charge of this. It would have been another 14 fucking books, and we'd still be talking about the fucking trees. Uh, but instead, surprise, the series is over. I finished this shit. I'm going back, I'm Brandon Sanderson, I'm going back to writing my other fucking books. And he's got, like, six different series all on the go, all at once. Uh, and they're all extremely different, but uh, they are all tied. They are all in the same fucking universe. Uh, they've all got like different magic systems, but they're all in the same fucking universe and shit. Yeah, uh, yeah. He's a lunatic, uh, but yeah, I'm listening to Stormlight Archive because I I had listened to two of them before. Uh, I think I read them, and I read them on uh, plane. I think a lot of the time I don't absorb things I read on a plane because I'll just drift in and out of consciousness. I'll just drift to sleep, drift off to sleep and shit. Um, yeah, so uh, I think I... Well, I just didn't remember anything that happened in the second book and I had to, like, go through it again. And so I'm like, fuck it. I'll just, I'll just start from the get-go. Hmm. And, yeah, with that, I... I like got to book three and um, they're like, if you are uh, interested in what has happened between books two and three, we recommend you, um, you read whatever the fuck it is I'm reading now. It's like book 2.5. This motherfucker isn't just like releasing eight trilogies all at once. He's releasing like halfway books throughout the fucking thing as well. It's insane. It's good though. Uh, but yeah. yeah, they do that with comics, like the eps, like comic ten point one. <laughs> oh yeah, he, like it is full blown. The fucking like the the thing I'm listening to at the moment. Uh, it'd be really helpful if I could remember what the fuck it's called. But um, like the one I'm listening to at the moment is it feels so much like a fucking a comic offshoot, like uh, yeah. You know, when you... Uh, did you read Sandman? No. Uh, well, like, the number of times through Sandman game and just fucking, like, ditches the story of Sandman and uh, of Dream and decides to, like, tell some other fucking wacky story for an entire issue. And uh, you're like, what the fuck does this have to do with anything? And then, like, 80 books later, it somehow ties in. You're like, oh! Oh, interesting. That's what this. That's what I'm reading at the moment. Is yeah, right. like there was a chapter about one person in book two, uh, and he's blown it out into a full book, basically. Uh, so yeah. Anyway, um, it's good stuff. You should if you if you do have Audible now. You, I think you got a credit for some. Uh, you should have a Twitch credit, right? Yes, it does. Twitch you get a, t- a Twitch subscription. Subscription. Um, you get like a couple of months on like Amazon Audio or music, Amazon Music, whatever it's called. Like, there's there's right. a decent amount of stuff, and I think it's only like four or five bucks, right? Do you know how much? Yeah. You pay? Uh, well, that was the other thing, right? So I subscribed to what should we call it for two years, and uh, 
I went to go buy some stuff on Amazon um, on Prime Day, and it's like, ah, oh, you can't do it. You don't have Prime. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? Of course, I got Prime. I've got, I paid 120 fucking dollars for this. I paid 10 bucks a month for this shit, but I had to pay in one like annual lump sum, so I paid 120 fucking dollars. I go to Amazon US, then I do have Prime, but I go to Amazon.com.au. And I do not have Prime, hmm. and I can no like because they entered the Australian market or whatever the fuck. I can now no longer purchase shit on Amazon US and have it sent to my Australian address. Um, so yeah, uh, yeah, it's weird. I hit them up. I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? Like, what they say? Uh, they're like, oh well, technically they're different sites, so you can't be a Prime member on. You know, if you're a Prime member on one, you can't be a Prime member on the other. I'm like, well, that's fucking ridiculous. Yeah, why can I, like, I, I've used my Amazon American account to sign up for Prime in Australia. <laughs> like, it's the same account. It's just, like, it's, and like, what's worse is it is literally the same account. Like, I had them both up on one on each screen, and I was making updates on one, and they were reflected <clears throat> on the other. Yeah. So, it's... Anyway, uh, after about, I'd say, an hour of fucking about, I managed to get them to refund me the entire year worth of Prime, cool. uh, which is pretty good because uh, you can't watch... I couldn't watch, like, any of the Amazon Prime TV shows except via VPN anyway. Hmm. It was a mad pain in the dick. It's some horse shit, yeah. if you ask me. Like, that's just garbage. Um, so, yeah, look, it's because Stan has bought the rights to them all or whatever the fuck. Yeah. But I, Fucking TV know, rights, man. I'm not paying for Stan if I'm already paying for, like, Amazon, whatever. Yeah. Fuck them. Um, now I might get Stan. Uh, I've got Stan, yeah. Yeah. Well, Stan, Netflix, yeah. and uh, Foxtel Go, the, the three that I've got. Right. I'm never getting Foxtel Go. Um, but I, I might get Stan. Because I, I felt, like, pretty comfortable acquiring stuff while I was paying through the fucking nose for Amazon because I feel like I'm paying through the fu- like they are getting my money it's not like they're not getting me my money when I'm acquiring shit but now if I'm not if they're going to take my money back then I may as well I better sign up Stan and uh, just watch it through Stan instead yeah right um, but yeah uh cool so yeah they did did some good sales at least on the gaming side um i guess the big one was the the playstation 4 pro that was going around it seemed like they did it across the world from what i could gather um because i saw people overseas also posting the same sort of deals um and so they they had a playstation 4 pro for basically in australia it was 370 i think it was um which is a huge discount. It usually retails for about five hundred and forty bucks here. If you go to a like a, yeah. a JB Hi-Fi or something like that. Um, so yeah, man. Like I've been sort of hanging out for a special or a price drop for it. I, I think at Christmas it hit about four hundred, and at that stage, even then, I was like, oh, I might wait and see, like a little bit more, sort of what happens with that. Um, yeah, man, I, I figured 300 and something was a pretty good deal for the moment. Like, I, I just, yeah, I, I pretty much just wanted it for the 4K um, games, uh, like the, yep. the stuff I've been playing, because I've got the the 4K TV and, like, most of the first-party games that I do play on the 
PlayStation, like are on the PlayStation, um, yeah. and they've still got a lot of stuff coming out. So, yeah, yeah. I was just kind of waiting for something to to drop, and it seemed like a good time. And I don't see it getting much cheaper than that. No. In the yeah, next that was a while. real good price. Uh, I was definitely going to jump on and uh, buy it. Don't you already have one? I do, but my dad, going up, it's my dad's birthday. The oh, month, okay. And uh, I want to get him a racing game, uh, but I might just take him Forza Horizon 3 in my old Xbox instead. Yeah, that's probably the way to go. <laughs> so I think that's a better racing game, right? I know, like, yeah. he and I used to play fuck tons of Gran Turismo, uh, so it's very dear to my heart, but Gran Turismo shit, so now. Mm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, so I ordered that and it arrived this morning, so it was a pretty good turnaround. It took like a, awesome. two days, um, and I'm setting it up at the moment. It's got nine hours left to transfer all my data across, which is <laughs> fucking <laughs> insane. <laughs> and I'm like, is this Holy the shit? shit? Like, is this a, like, have I done something wrong? And I went on the internet and the times range from like an hour to like 16 hours. <laughs> like, okay, fair enough. Um, That's out of control. I'm, I'm thinking I'll cancel it later and just, uh, delete the shit that I'm not going to be using. Uh, um, and then try it again and yeah. see if it lowers it a bit. Yeah. I'm not desperate, but whatever. It's just, I was like, maybe it'll speed up. Maybe it's a Microsoft timer they're using. And, uh, I don't know. It doesn't, it's at like 10% at the moment. So it doesn't seem to be going any quicker. Um, the other thing that I noticed while setting it up is I think it's doing some weird shit with the, uh, like HD SCPF fucking, yeah. You know, like the, the, uh, like TV protection shit that they do. Um, yeah. Yeah. The huge pain in the dick. Yeah. DRM stuff. It's, doing that shit on my um, HDMI splitter so I'm gonna have to switch off whatever it is in there that's causing that usually it's got to do with like um, playing movies or, or streaming to something because um, like all my other device because I've basically got a HDMI a 4K HDMI splitter and it, it's basically it's connected to like my PlayStation uh, my 4K player um, my Switch my Xbox One X and I think that's it um, but yeah. everything else, like, is fine. My 4K player is fine. It runs okay. Xbox One works fine. But every time I try to do something with the fucking PlayStation, it's like, nah, mate, you can't do that. Yeah. And so you got to go dick around with all the settings and be like, turn this, this thing off and whatnot. So I've got to jump in there and do that at some stage as well. Man, I, I wish they'd just get rid of that. Like, just give up. Nobody gives a fuck about that anymore. All you're doing is causing problems for people. Yeah. It's huge pain. Um... But yeah, I don't know. I'm setting it up and I'll chuck chuck on some games later and see how they look on in 4K. God of War looks awesome. Yeah, I was going to fire that up. Uh, play a bit of that, but yeah, I'm king. Um, it's it's my Spider-Man console. For uh, uh, When's that yeah. come out? August? September? Something like that. September. Something like that. September yeah. yeah, and then uh, everything else I've got coming out. So it's good. I'm looking forward to playing it. Uh, and it's, it's, uh, it's quieter. Fucking hell, man. I don't know what your old PlayStation sounded like, but mine is extremely loud when playing games uh, these days. Yeah. Um, you're going to find it's still pretty loud, dude. Yeah. yeah. All right. We'll see. We will see. Mm. Oh, we'll see. All right. Should we talk about some games? Let's do it. Title <laughs> Champions. Yeah. I've you're still got this running. 
I do not understand why it is trash. What don't you it like about it? Utter trash. I like. First of all, it's barely idle. It's extremely active uh, for a fucking idle clicker. Um, like you constantly, you constantly have to pay attention to it because the way it fucking charts progress is just insane. You like the idea that you're resetting. You reset fucking constantly. No, like, I've only reset. I don't think I've ever reset. Maybe once. What are you talking about? You have to fucking reset. You go back to level one and you get rid of all your fucking champions. Oh, yeah. Each time you go on a new adventure. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's a lot of resetting. That's the resetting. What resetting are you talking about? Um. So, yeah, when you basically finish a campaign, like an adventure, that's a reset. But there's different campaigns in there and different, like, formations. And um, What do you mean you never reset? Well, I, when I finish a campaign, I reset. Like, I go back to the main menu and pick a but new how campaign. Did, how does that not, like, how does that not figure as a reset for you? You said, I said, you're constantly resetting. You said, I've never reset. Like, well, what were yeah. you thinking about when you said that you'd never reset? Like, what was in your mind? There's a resets button in there somewhere. Reset blessings. Right. Resets all upgrades and get divine favor back for a price. I've not used that before. Um, no, that's yeah. No, that's not what I was thinking. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's it's like it seems super shallow as well. Like you get to a point where basically just all you're doing is checking in so that you can make sure people are upgraded enough. Uh, yeah. Like it's it puts forward this idea that you know uh what's it called like grid management or whatever the fuck positioning management yeah formation formation management is critical to success but ultimately it's not that big a deal you put your fucking the first guy you got uh somewhere in the middle in like a middle row and you put like this purple dude who you get pretty close like pretty deep in yeah around level 60 or so uh, you put him next to the first guy you got and have everyone just pointing their upgrades at those two and they all do basically all your fucking damage for you. Yeah, but what uh, ends up happening is you get to these extra adventures and they start blocking off some of those spaces or changing, like, the positioning of them. So you can't have the same format every single game. You kind of got to figure out what the, like, the best, uh, like, way to manage this team is. So it seems like every time... At least there's a couple they throw in there where it, like, I'm having to change the way people are set up. And then they do things like, all right, now there's enemies in the game that you can't kill and you just need to tank them. So you got to make sure that you've got your damage dealers or your tanks up front and then your healers behind them as opposed to having them sort of at the back buffing your damage dealers. Right. But why? Because that's just the, the challenge, like the puzzle that they throw at you for that particular adventure. But it's like a fucking... It's it's a eight-hour-long puzzle. Like, each time you do it, it's, it takes, like, 60 fucking minutes to get to a point where the puzzle begins. The last two that I've done have taken about... One of them took an hour and a half. Um, yep. The other one took about two hours, two and a half hours. At that of, stage. like, basically doing nothing. I don't... Do I, I do it, like, two or three times. Like, we... we, we 
We talked about Cookie Clicker last week. And but what's that, interesting about that? It goes somewhere interesting. There's a fucking... There's an interesting <laughs> narrative when suddenly you're, like, sacrificing grandma so you can get hell cookies and shit. There's a bit of a fucking... There's a bit of a fucking upgrade path there. Like, obviously, the entire system, the clicker system, is based on, like, the lizard brain progression loop. Uh, loop. But, like, at least the it's there what's the where's the fucking progression loop in this like me leveling up to fucking like 50 yeah and then doing it all over again so they're throwing um it'd be like if you fucking every time you logged into fucking an mmo you had to start from level fucking one again that's what it feels like like, okay cool all my progress is gone. I pissed that away. Well, no, you're like getting six more gems. So gear so, and shit. So that's the idea behind it. You're getting gear, and then they throw in these weekly events that they do. Um, and I think they have like different, uh, like a different type of currency in there, and then you transfer them back to the main game once that's completed. So it's like a a mini dungeon type thing. Yeah, um, it's all ticked up and down, like and sideways and shit, to fucking make you want to pay money as well. Like, it's clearly balanced towards people who pay money. There's that fucking axe that does 700% fucking extra damage for yeah. the only guy who ever does any fucking damage. That seems a bit fucking off to me. Uh, like, if it was... Yeah, I don't know. I never make enough fucking gems to actually earn any fucking chests. Uh, I've, had, I've bought heaps of fucking chests. With money? No, no, with, like, gems. I I think I bought, like, 40, 50 chests. 40 or 50 chests. Yeah. All right, but on the (laughs) flip side, you have 222 hours in the past two weeks in this game. Yeah, yeah, I've literally just left it on for two weeks. Like, while I'm playing Battlefield or something, it's just running in the background. Every, like, once a day, I kind of reset it. Um because it starts to fucking chug a bit. Yeah. Um, like, it mines up at the moment, and it's... I'm in there, and it's, like, moving around okay. But right. after about a day, it's it starts to struggle. Yeah. It does a bit of, like, a... Um, like, it skips every couple of seconds. So, yeah, I just, I just basically left it on. Um, I think I'm going to be jumping over to something else. So, Clicker Heroes 2 came out, uh, I think, this week as well. Um, right. We've talked. I'm pretty sure we talked about that in the past, right? Um, heroes. Yeah, the first one was a free-to-play game with micro microtransactions built into it. Whereas, um, oh, you buy this one up front. Yeah. yeah the second one is a. It's thirty bucks. Seems a bit steep. Um, yeah, it does. But there's no microtransactions in it, and it's apparently there's no monetization at all. Right? Yeah, and it's apparently got a um, like a RPG bit more of an rpg system or something i don't know i'm kind of thinking about picking that up checking seeing what that's about yeah 30 bucks is a bit steep for me yeah <laughs> i know right yeah. um but it's it's doing like it's on the steam charts at the moment um right. it seems to be reviewing pretty well so i'm not yep. sure cool um Oh, I've just started up and there's music playing. Um, yeah, it's like mostly positive at the moment. And it looks completely different from the first one, right? Um, Do you remember the first one? It was like a, like basically just a box on the screen and bunch of oh yeah, bunch of like yeah. buttons that you click. And on the right hand side was all the enemies. And this is looks like a, like a 
top down, like it's going to be running or something like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. I remember now. Definitely looks prettier. <laughs> um, yeah. It's on your, it's on your want list. Did you, did you just do that now? I just put it on my wish list. Yeah. Uh, okay. Um. Oh, it's early access. Okay. Right. Anyway, I don't know. I'm thinking of checking that out because that might be interesting to compare. Um, sort of what's going on. But yeah, man, it's definitely a clicker game. Idol Champions. It's um, I like it. I don't think it competes with some of the others I've played, like the the um, uh, Cookie Clicker and the Time One. I really enjoyed that. I thought that was a cool you did concept. Like time Clicker or whatever the fuck it was. Yeah. It was interesting. And that was one that had, like, you're talking about it's, like, something that's not as active. Well, this one is pretty active. That one was fucking super active because it, was. it made you, like, sit there and fucking shoot blocks and things like that. Um, yeah. yeah, cool, cool idea. Anyway. It's done. Yep. Uh, what else we got here? So, yeah, I've been playing that um, sort of just between bits and pieces that I've been picking on. There's not a lot happening this week uh checked out islands of nine um yep which came out of or or went into early access last week or this week yeah um and it's basically a it's a battle rail game um set on like a i don't know it's not it's not an island it's more like a forest or some shit i guess it is an island isn't it it's called islands i don't know the map whatever uh it's it's basically like sort of combining like it's not as military shooter as like a battlegrounds it's more like arcadey um like a, a quake or something like that um yeah. or a call of duty um so it's mixing like the call of duty formula with a battlegrounds and yeah seeing kind of what it comes up with um there i think they're on an interesting like trajectory it's it's definitely like the gun ca- like the gunplay feels pretty solid um, I think it's the bits that are around it that still needs like a lot of work. The it just feels very like not like the world you're sort of in just feels kind of empty. And there's not really a lot going on there. Um, like you get into a an abandoned house or something like that, and it's just it just feels really dull and like there's not much going on there. Um, it doesn't feel like that's the type of area where you could have a decent fight in because it's just quite bland and. Yeah, I don't know. Um, like, the forests all look the same. The trees are, are rendered a bit shit. Uh, just things like that. So, the, but, the, like, the actual shooting part of it and, like, the weapon management feels pretty solid. Um, the movement is okay. Um, there's no leaning in there still. It's kind of just, again, pretty arcadey in terms of just, you just run around and shoot people. Um, but the shooting still feels good. So, yeah, That's I don't cool. know. I, I'm I'm digging parts of it, um, and I've been able to get games, which is a plus. Yeah. Um, it's not as big as Battlegrounds in terms of the player count. It's doing 50 players per game, uh, and what it does is it, it starts off with people in a lobby, and you can run around and shoot people, which I think is a super smart idea. It's like gun game, where you start off with a pistol, um, and you're in this lobby just shooting randoms that are around and every time you get a certain amount of kills it kind of upgrades your weapon and it's like you've gone from a pistol to a, a shotgun or, and then a shotgun to an SMG and an assault rifle and it sort of keeps going on up and up it sort of lets you practice your weapons that are that are in the game I think it's a really smart idea um, 
Yeah, and uh, and while you're doing that, the player count sort of says, like, all right, there's 25 people in here out of 50. It starts counting down, um, but every time, like, a new person sort of joins a game, it increments that timer a little bit, so it gives them a bit more time to for more people to jump in, um, as opposed to just waiting for 50 people to get into a game at four in the morning or something like that. Like, like at least you're going to be able to play something. Um, yep. That is... Also a smart idea. <laughs> um, so yeah, they're doing some really cool things in there. It's it is super early access, um, but the the like the main aspect of it, like the shooting, feels good. And I feel like if they can work with the rest of the bits that are in there, it's yeah, it's gonna. I think it's gonna do okay. Yeah, I think it like there's definitely. I don't know. It needs something, you know. It needs something to grab you beyond the idea that it's this first-person-only battle royale because it does sort of just feel run-of-the-mill at the moment. It feels like the experience you can get somewhere else. Um, well, I don't know about somewhere else. Um, once Call of Duty comes out, I feel like, yeah, it's somewhere else, but I don't think it's but- similar to anything else that's on the market at the moment. I, th- I think it's far too similar to PUBG. Um, I don't think some jump pads really changed that. I mean... Is there jump pads? Yeah, there's jump pads. Oh, is there a building? No. Oh. Um, that's why I like the Quake, the Quake analogy, because it does remind me a bit of Quake, but the shooting's still very much, you know, a mill sim type. But uh, like it, it is a little bit, but the re- like the recoil patterns is basically non-existent. <laughs> like it's super easy just to just to pull down on the mouse and yeah. hit, hit whatever you want. Which is yeah. why I feel I feel it more like Call of Duty as opposed to um, like a Counter Strike or PUBG. No, I, I agree. I just I think it's too similar to PUBG to really like stand out. Uh, it, like, but I don't see if you already had PUBG. I don't see why you get Isles Nine because PUBG doesn't work. Except for you know, excusing that factor. Um, like, I just don't. Yeah, there's just not. There's not that extra draw. It's not like it's cartoony PUBG with building or uh, melee only PUBG uh, with. Um, like there is a knife. There's a knife. There is. Yeah, it's it just it's a shooty PUBG like a futuristic PUBG like. Yeah. I said yeah. I don't know. And the art style, like I feel like I don't know about what what you sort of think, but it feels like running through that forest is just so bland. Everything looks the same. Um, yeah. And it's really blurry. It does feel blurry. I don't know what's going on there. There's yeah. some sort of fucking blur. There's some sort of filter going on. I don't know if that's a... It runs, like, decent, though. runs pretty well. Um, it's just this, like, blur factor. It's like, do I need glasses or something on this character? Uh, so, yeah. I don't know. It's like, it's got potential, but it does need a bit more work on it. Um, and I've only played solo, so I don't know, like... <laughs> what it's like playing with other people as well um, but it seems like it's got people like a community going you can on just moment. like sort of queue in auto match with the team so 
yeah, I don't know. We should play together though. Yeah, you guys seem to get some games pretty quickly. So, yeah, I was playing it um, twelve thirty at night the other night just to test. I was getting game swapping uh, full service. So in Australia, yeah, like other games, I'm just gonna keep harping on about that. Yeah, yeah, I've noticed. Yeah. Um, the other game I checked out was uh, I would jump back into Dead by Daylight. They right. did a 2.0 update um, recently, and that's basically like their two-year anniversary update. <clears throat> um, it's really good still. Fucking hell, man. That game is so much fun. Um, I jumped back in because I was watching Arthur stream, and um, it just looked like a lot of fun. So I jumped back in there and played a bunch of rounds uh, as the killer because that's my my jam um and it's still got like uh again a healthy community like those people playing at i don't know one thirty in the morning that night so i'll be right back i'm just gonna go with i'm listening yeah it was it was good like they they've done a lot in terms of the balance in the game um usually some of the characters that are in there like your uh your doctor i didn't really enjoy him when he kind of first out, first came out, it was really sort of strange the way they implemented him. Didn't seem like a lot of fun, but they've really worked on a lot of those characters now. The ones that are like a bit, a bit shit. Um, so that's all good. They've definitely like they've done so much with the additions of the perks and the way you can like interact with the environment by having totems around. Um, and how they affect the game and then there's like the saw we played like the saw character um a while back when that came out and how like that character affects the environment by all right you've captured um like this person and then you put like the the helmet fucking device on them and then they've now gotta they can't just escape anymore they've got to go do the the saw tasks and find these hidden objects in the environment and get that so it's like an extra layer of, of, of things they need to go out and do um, yeah yeah just like the the like where that game started and where it is now just fucking blows my mind because they turn that thing around so well um and like they're getting rewarded for it like there's still a lot of people playing and uh a lot of people still buying their content i, I haven't had a chance to check out the clown yet the the latest character um yeah. As far as I'm aware, what he does is, like, he throws out, like, a, a bottle and it sort of shatters on the ground and leaves, like, a mist. And if a player touches that, I think it causes them to, like, it blurs their vision and fucks around with their um, their movement, something like that. Um, right. I'm not 100% sure because I haven't checked it out, but I feel like I've, I read that a while back. Um, but I don't know. They've tweaked it a bit. So, yeah, that game's... Um, definitely something to check out if, if you haven't played it because um i've been sort of checking out like the um the co-op uh like the co-op games where you team up with other people and you have to complete a task and there's other people in the game and they're doing something completely different like asymmetrical types of gameplay um yeah. and i think that's dead by daylight's one of the best ones in the last couple of years um and, and i've you know it blows my mind that we haven't seen a left for dead <laughs> three yet or anything like that because those games are so good um yeah. and then obviously that team went and tried to do evolve and that sucks but <laughs> there's been some okay things out there like like your um dead by daylight so 
Yeah, man, that game's fun. I enjoy just jumping in every once in a while and checking it out and seeing what they've changed and what's what's going on with the game. Um, it's pretty seems pretty solid. Yeah, it's good. Uh, one of the things I noticed is they've they changed the way that you are you attain perks perks for the characters. So before mm-hmm. you'd start off with um, like level one, and then you'd go through the progression tree. And every once in a while, you'd come across, like, this is this specific character's perk, and then you'd unlock it. Net, like, and I think that'd take 10 or 15 levels for you to actually get those three perks. Now, they're just unlocked from the start. So, you can use all three at the start. Um, you've just got to got to kind of pick which one you want to choose to start off with, because you can only choose, I think, one or two um, well, to run at the same time. I think that's something you complained about when it first came out, I feel like. I wasn't. I wasn't a fan. Yeah. Yeah. Um, That's changed. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Yeah. Reinstall it. Um. Yeah, it'd be interesting. Like, I'd love to see them do different types of game modes or something like that. Like, change it up a bit. Um. There was talk a really long time ago when someone mentioned you should go. You guys should do an eight, two on eight. And I think that'd be uh, interesting. That would be cool. Um. But yeah, anyway, it's still really fun. If you haven't played it, it's Dead by Daylight. It's very good. So, yeah. Nice. What else uh, we got? Shall we talk about another horror game? Sure. SCP Secret Laboratory. Yep. Uh, this was free. Uh, and it is insane. It is an amazing game, and I love its bits. Uh, as you have pointed out many a time, it is quite ugly. Uh, but I can fuck because the gameplay makes it worth it. It's hilarious. Uh, it's basically uh, SCP is the is that crazy wiki full of basically creepy pasta hmm. where um, these people uh, pretend that basically they're uh, running out uh, containment protocols for these uh, supernatural uh, uh, things would be that like it could be items it could be beings it could be like a, a whole array of different things and uh, yeah SCP is this wiki on how to contain I think it is uh, secure containment procedures is the SCP is what SCP stands for and uh, their motto is secure, contain, protect, or something like that. Um, but anyway, so uh, I'm pretty sure we talked about it once before because I played a crazy little indie game where uh, you were faced off with a, um, an, like you were a, a scientist in a laboratory uh, and one of the SCP uh, things got out of its containments. And you were challenged with escaping alive, basically. And uh, that was, uh, I can't remember its number, but like all the SCPs are designated by number. And uh, yeah, that one is, was basically a monster made out of like concrete and rebar. And uh, he just, you know, he wants to kill everything. uh, And the only only trick is that he can't move he moves extremely fast but he can't move if someone's looking at him he's frozen still if someone's looking at him uh and so 
uh, this little indie game saw you attempting to escape, but you had to do as much of it as possible while looking in the direction you were like you started from, because that was the only way to stop. Uh, Mr. Peanut is what he's called in Secret Lab, but uh, that was the only way to stop Mr. Peanut from chasing you and, and snapping your neck. Killing you. So uh, that was a single-player creepypasta game, sort of similar to Slender Man. Uh, I played it. It freaked me the fuck out. It was also uh, like genuinely interesting the way that they uh, played with... like I think inevitably we saw the same sorts of things in um sort of pt you know the the concept of interaction by looking uh was something that was explored a bit more in pt and uh yeah obviously it's uh very direct in the scp game but uh in in pt it's it's a little more indirect uh and you know, they, they both use it for different reasons. We'll both use it in different ways. SCP Secret Lab takes that concept of a, labor, uh, a laboratory, laboratory, laboratoire, uh, however the fuck you say, a lab, uh, and it expands it out into this 30-player multiplayer game. And so now you are a person in this lab and you have to escape uh, most of the time. So there is, you know, there are scientists and there are prisoners in this lab, people who get experimented on. Uh, and there's basically three factions. There's the scientist faction. Uh, they have obviously all other scientists. Uh, they also have the facility guards and they have the Nine-Tailed Fox uh, unit, which is like a special secret police uh, sent in to, to clean up um, when shit goes wrong, when, when a facility is breached or whatever. The, the other faction is the Class D prisoners. Um, so uh, they're called D-Boys in-game. you got Okay, hang on, I'll go through all the fucking nicknames later. Uh, Class D prisoners, their faction includes uh, obviously all the other prisoners plus the um, Chaos Initiative. Chaos Initiative wants to break out the Class D prisoners so that they're not experimented on anymore. Uh, and then the third faction is the monsters and there's a bunch of different monsters. Uh, obviously, you know, monsters, I mean, SCP things, uh, SCP beings, uh, and each, all of them want to kill everyone in the base, literally everyone, and then they're free to escape however they like. Um, so when you start a game, when a game starts, uh, you join a server, basically, and you are assigned a role. Uh, most of the time, like when you first join a server, you'll be assigned to a spectator role. But uh, once the game restarts, you'll you'll be dumped into a role from the get go. And uh, but depending on what your role is, uh, you I don't I don't think there's ever Nine Tail Fox at the start. They spawn in later, 
So uh, depending on what your role is, that dictates what you what you need to do. So uh, Class D need to escape, but they have nothing. Scientists need to escape. They have key cards, but the key cards aren't capable of getting through any checkpoints. They're only good for uh, like stuff inside them. What was that? Yeah, yeah what was that? Say fire alarm? No, it was Google. Oh. Uh, they can only help with the um, they can only use their, their key cards on like stuff within the lab uh, so they're sort of restricted uh, then there's um, the guards the guards can open up the checkpoints uh, they, they're still a little bit restricted on what they're able to do they've got shitty guns so they're not really able to fight the, um, the monsters but they are able to kill uh, class C prisoners. Uh, their task is to kill any, uh, to help scientists escape and kill anyone else running around outside in the lab. So that includes the class D guys, uh, because once they leave their cells, they're technically attempting to escape. Uh, so yeah, you'll spawn as one of those three or uh, there sometimes chaos uh, initiative spawn as well. Uh, it only seems to happen whenever I'm a scientist uh, and they'll fuck me because the chaos initiative will kill scientists um, and help class D escape. Anyway, uh, yeah, it's it's the loony game, but it's amazing. Um, you, there's this like, you know, this list of things that you sort of learn to do as you play. Uh, and when you're first playing, it's very confusing it's built like a maze uh, to keep you as confused as possible. Uh, but after a while, you sort of understand like what you're looking for. You get a bit of a, an, an idea of like the layout. And I, I believe it changes every time. I'm 95% sure the lowest level, the light, light containment area, um, it changes every single time. Uh, the layout, like, sort of, it's made up of the same building blocks, but it's not exactly the same place. Actually, I'm 100% sure. That's true. Um, so, what you need to do as a D-boy, so they've all got nicknames. Everyone's got a nickname. Uh, guards are guards because they're usually dead within fucking two minutes. They spawn way too close to the fucking monsters. Uh, the monsters will usually tee off on them pretty early, especially if any guard makes the mistake of taking a shot at the monsters. Uh, so you got guards, nobody gives a fuck. Uh, Ninetail, so they're called N NTF. Seeing uh, eyes, a chaos initiative. Uh, science bitches are scientists, and D-boys are D-class prisoners, and then you've got the monsters. Uh, the monsters are, there's a uh, murder dog. There's a second murder dog, you know, if it's uh, like huge server. Um, there is Mr. Peanuts. So the murder dogs, they can only see uh, sound. So if you're not making, if you're not moving at all, they can't see you. Uh, if you, but the moment you do move, they can. Uh, it's like out of, it's in a radius. So if you move very slowly, they can't see you, like unless they're very close. And if they run into you, they can see you. Um, so they're a bit tricky to play as. Um, those are the murder puppies. There's the Mr. Peanut, he can't move if you're looking at him, uh, which makes shit pretty tough. 
the more damage he takes, the faster he moves and the further he travels. Uh, the trick is uh, you blink. Like, your character blinks. Whoever the fuck you are, unless you're a monster, you blink. And he can move exceptionally far in those blinks. Uh, it's It feels like it takes forever when you're blinking, uh, when you're facing off Mr. Peanut. Terrifying. Um, then there is Shy Boy. The Shy Boy's trick is uh, if you stare at him for two seconds uh, consecutively, he goes into a rage where he can smash down doors and he murders everyone uh, in one hit. If you if there's a Mr. Peanut and a Shy Boy together, you're so fucked. It is so tough. Um, it's just it's really difficult to deal with because you have to stare at Mr. Peanut because he can one hit you. Uh, but you can't stare at Shy Boy, uh, and yeah, you just did a, a bit of did a bit of a pickle. Um, now there's old, the old man. Um, I think that's oh uh, yeah, and the old man and the doctor. So the old man, uh, he teleports people uh, um, to this maze. Uh, it's not really a maze; it's like a a room. So he sends you through the portal, takes half of your health away, and then. Um, there's 12 doors and you have to pick a door and uh if you pick the correct one you get put uh basically in his containment facility and you can escape the same way he did uh which is a little bit rough if you're um if you're teleported back at the like near the end of a game because generally you have to make your way through the entire fucking facility again uh but uh it also if you know it allows you to contain him again um the problem is the other 11 doors uh if you go through them you die instantly so you have to pick the correct door and uh yeah it can be a bit tricky uh the other thing he does is he puts a like a marker on the ground and he's able to warp back to it and uh the trick what you what you use that for is basically uh i've played him a bunch um i think i'm pretty good at him uh he's tough he's tough to do well but uh yeah you warp like if you teleport a bunch of people down to the the room uh they can tell if someone dies going through a door so if i send uh 13 people down to my little portal room then theoretically two of them should be able to get out alive because they, you can see the dead bodies when, like, when someone dies to a door, then uh, the, their dead body falls down. So, just like one hundred percent of the time, thirteen people, two will get out. If they pick the right door earlier, more will get out. Anyway, uh, so you send a bunch of people through to the portal room. You got to go back to your containment because the trick with him is he has shitloads of armor. He takes shitloads to actually kill. It's, it's very difficult to actually kill him, uh, but you can contain him if you sacrifice a person. Uh, you put someone in his in this tube at his containment thing, and you sacrifice them by pressing a button, and then they will basically die. The person in the tube will die, but uh, old man gets contained again as well. So you put the you put your warp point in your containment next to the 
the button that they need to press. You send a bunch of people through, and then you walk back and you fucking send them, send them down again because they're only on 50% health, so they will die instantly if they go back to the room again. Um, but if they uh, if they're healed up, they'll just come through the door and you got to fucking make sure they don't press that button, basically. And uh, yeah, it's it's cl- like it's, it's a clever addition to the game. Um, the other one is the doctor. So the doctor is uh, he's a plague doctor. He wanders around curing people uh, by bashing them, but he can also bring them back to life. And if you're brought to back back to life by the plague doctor, then you become a zombie. And he generally takes two hits to kill anyone. Uh, if you become a zombie, one of the things you want to do is run around and one like just hit people once, so the plague doctor can get the last hit. Because the plague doctor uh, can only zombify people he has actually done the killing to. Um, so yeah, basically, plague doctor raises these massive armies of the dead, and uh, they all jump around smashing things for him. Um, what else? Oh yeah, the dogs. The other the other thing about the dogs is none of the SCPs can talk to humans except for the dogs. They they can all talk to one another. Only the only the dog SCPs can actually talk to uh, other people, and that leads to like the core of what SCP Secret Lab is about, and it's the social fucking social gaming. Basically, you are constant. Like the entire game is you trying to convince other people to help you, because none of the people playing as SCPs are actually monsters who are only driven to kill, and none of the people who are D-class prisoners, D-boys, are actually murderers and rapists who deserve to be experimented on. So you can generally convince people to work together, but you have, like, it, it takes some doing. And, uh, that is the, that, like, is core to what I find so fucking amazing about it, because the amount of time I've spent just, like, straight up convincing SCPs, like, you'll know an SCP, like, you hide somewhere and the SCP comes to get you, because, uh, you know, you make too much noise at some point or something like that. And you do everything you can to convince him not to, you know, how good would it be if we just, you know, escape this one time, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And, uh, yeah, that's that's basically the whole game. And, it, like, the whole time you are desperately attempting to convince more people to allow you to live because, you know, like, you can actually get through without it, but, uh, like, the one... I reckon the one time I legit escaped, that is, like, I wasn't escorted by uh, by other people, uh, it was all sneakiness. I basically had to wait, like, as, as long as possible and just sneak through checkpoints when other things opened them. But, uh, yeah, other than that, like, it is about social engineering and convincing people to let you do things that maybe aren't in their best interests, but you convince them that they are in their best interests for, you know, for fun or whatever. And yeah, Secret Lab's amazing for that. 
Like, but it does take some doing. There's like, there's a lot to learn. There's a lot of little shit that you need to learn. Um, like, you know, the inventory system isn't very helpful. You have to press tab and then click on something to a, a like to equip it. You can't just like press one for a gun or whatever the fuck if you happen to have a gun. Um, learning like how key cards work is pretty rough when you know people are trying to murder you. There's a lot of stuff that goes on in it that is exacerbated by the fact that there's an ever-present ever threat of murder. And there's all these extra layers to the game that uh, I think feel important early on uh, and you don't learn how inconsequential they are until much later on. And because it is a game that is like that so critically hinges on the social aspect. If you jump into a server full of dickheads, it can be a bit shit. But generally, like I'd say, I out of the how many hours I played, I played a lot already. I was playing it before this podcast. Thirteen hours uh, that I played since like last Saturday or whatever. Whenever the fuck I got it, yeah, I'd say like. I've had two games with dickheads and the good thing is you just jump out. Like as soon as you realize people in this server are dickheads, you just bail out and go to a different server. Um, and yeah, it's, you're on again. It's all fun again. Yeah. Anyway, I know you played one game, uh, and you evidently weren't a fan. No, I played four. Whatever. I played four games. Hello. Yeah. Are you on mute? No. Can you I hear can't me? I hear you. Uh, oh, shit. Okay, my headphones. I've, I've been speaking <laughs> so long without any audio input that my headphones turned themselves off. That's pretty good. Right. Yeah, no, I'm definitely still here. Cool. Uh, I played four games. Four games, okay. Yeah, I don't like it, man. It, three of the games we played ended up in the admin ending the game by himself because it wouldn't end... <laughs> it's just yeah. like, like well, it does a, such a shit job of explaining anything to you um and it's just like this game has been out for what nearly eight months yeah. and it's not a, it's not an early access game is it I mean it's completely free <clears throat> and I think it might as well be early access yeah uh yeah it's just like there's so much around it that I'm like it's just not worth me putting time into it. it you've got to seems like you've got to put a huge investment into learning all the mechanics externally outside the game which it doesn't tell you inside it's basically like here's the people you're friends with and that's it it doesn't explain anything about the key card systems or like what you should be doing at all um i got stuck at the first area because i didn't know how to open the fucking door and by the time i opened the door which wasn't that long uh, it was maybe 30 seconds, 25 seconds. Everybody already left and had managed to get through to the next section. And then I couldn't get to the next section because I needed a key card and they were all gone. So I got stuck there. Um, like there was bits where I ended up dying in one of the rounds and I instantly, there's like a mechanic where if you die, you randomly can respawn as, uh, like a soldier. Yeah. Uh, one of the guys on the other team was just camping that spawn point and I was alive for about 0.2 of a second before I got killed 
and yep. like instantly died. He just murdered everybody there. Um, like there was one game where a dude was just hiding downstairs or something and it was just 20 minutes of people just respawning the entire time and just shooting each other at like this fucking shithouse outdoors hallway area. Um, yeah, man, it's just not like the, the first game that I think I played, though the second game I played was where I eventually got out and a scientist shot me straight up. He just shot me. He was like, okay, fair enough. Um, You're a T-boy. That's what he's supposed to do. Yeah, okay. Anyway, it's like everybody I've spoken to except for you is just like, this game is terrible and nobody else wants to play it. I don't know. And I think it's the social aspect, as you said, that you like about it. But the rest of it, I think it's just shit. <laughs> well, I, but I, I definitely think that you guys haven't given enough of a chance to understand all the like little things to get to a point where it's actually interesting. But the game doesn't tell you any of those things. I've got to go searching for it elsewhere to figure out what the fuck I'm supposed to do. Well, that's what I had to do, but I did, and now I'm fucking kick-ass. Yeah, I'm not going to spend an hour watching a fucking YouTube video on- I didn't watch any YouTube videos. All I did was read a guide on Steam, and that was it. That's even worse. It took fucking- I did it while I was dead in a round. (laughs) Yeah. Like, it it was less than 20 minutes, because it was less than the time the game took to finish. Like. I don't think it's it's not that complicated. I think you guys are just so unwilling to understand anything about it that you've written it off. And my problem is that I really want to play a fucking thing game, but nobody will fucking play any thing games. So fuck it. I'm not playing like I might as well just play SCP Secret Lab because at least there's some element of horror. There's some level of social fucking. <clears throat> trickery going on so. i just don't think we have enough people to play it like we could play deceit but we need like six or seven people we have those numbers <coughs> i don't know do we yeah yeah we totally do we we've had like we had more than a full fucking squad and battlefield we've had like full rainbow to like teams i don't, I don't understand and, like people have had to sit out and shit hmm yeah. yeah, we could jump into Deceit. Well, it's installed, but you motherfuckers are never going to... Fu- like, I can see seven friends who play Deceit, and it's none of you motherfuckers, is it? So... Take me two minutes to download. Mm. Mm. Um, yeah, it's... Like, you guys aren't even going to like that. It's going to be too fucking dip- difficult for you, so you're going to fucking throw it out with the bathwater. You're like, oh, well, you know, I don't know what I'm doing, so fucking peace. We'll never get to play that either. So I just, I will once again go back to playing Secret. Life. No, well, that game I've watched. Like, I know how it plays. I've, I've seen it ages ago. And that seems competent in terms of telling you what the fuck you're supposed to do as, as opposed to running around this fucking terrible maze. It's not even that, like, difficult a maze. That's the worst part. It is. Like, we spawned as one of the games we spawned as some soldiers. I don't know what we are. And there was three of us together, and we must have spent about five or ten minutes trying to get out of that fucking one area. Like, all three of us. And no, none of us knew where the fuck we were going. And these were three guys that, that on comms were saying they'd played before. Well, <laughs> and they couldn't figure it out. Very it's good, just like- because it is super easy. Like, 
do there are there's all these tells there's all these tells on all these rooms that inform you whether or not you're going the correct way it's like it's not like people don't get lost and it's clear that people don't like aren't very good at orienteering because i will constantly be like no but to that end let's go this way and they'll like oh, i'm just gonna go check and then i'll fucking wait 15 seconds and back they come and we continue down the route that i was saying we should go down like yeah, I understand that people get lost. It is, it is still a maze. It's just not that difficult a maze. If you, like, once you know what you're looking for. And, yeah, if they've played the game before, they should have known. But some people just aren't very good at that kind of shit. Anyway, uh, it is good. It is free. Uh, it does take some learning. Uh, but uh, I do recommend checking it out. Uh, obviously, yeah, uh, Luke's not a fan. But Luke likes fucking idol champions of the Forgotten Realms. So, what evs? What evs? What else we got? Uh, Warhammer 40k Gladius. Oh, yeah. The one you told me to buy last week. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, How'd that go? Big regret. Uh, but I only played it. I, only, I also said I've only played for an hour. Uh, but, yeah. Anyway, it's not very good. Warhammer 40,000... Relic, uh, Gladius Relics of War is a very fucking long name uh, but uh, yeah we'll just call it Gladius or Warhammer 40k Gladius or whatever fuck Gladius it is uh, so this is the Warhammer 40k combat focused civilization game that I was all about last week but I got in a bit more and it's kind of shallow it's a bit too shallow to be honest uh, it's the the I think it hinges on the I like the fact that ultimately uh, because of the hex based combat and being that it is combat focused, um, it just winds up feeling very samey all the time. So yeah, it doesn't really matter if you've got a, like four factions with wildly different units if all combat winds up taking place on a hex hexadecimal grid you know so fuck it all am I getting like more stuffed up I'm gonna have to blow my nose oh um, just a little bit yeah so anyway uh, yeah it's got like these uh, these four factions they're pretty good I like the like, I like the orcs the most because generally I like the orcs the most um, yep. they are vaguely interesting the way that they work like they do have uh interesting elements to them like the necrons can heal themselves while like in combat and, uh the orcs get more powerful the more things they attack and kill like there's like there are thematic elements to make them more interesting it's just that ultimately they do feel like the same it's the fucking uh, empire, the Astra Militarum. The idea that you know they're they're the key to their victory is sending wave after wave of like disposable troops is basically the same as sending wave after wave of half as many Necrons who heal themselves, like. It looks different, but it plays basically the same. You send your disposable Astra Militarum dudes into battle, get them killed, and then the next wave moves forward. 
to to do the work while you know the necrons heal themselves through it it's it's not that different um the biggest problem we have is uh you know barbarians civilization yeah fuck man this game throws so many fucking barbarians like most of the first third of any game is spent fighting barbarians and it's out of control the some of them the orcs don't have like good fucking ranged orc boys don't have good ranged they're all military and there's these fucking wasp things that show up and if the wasp wasps attack your your orc boys it legit takes three orc boys to take down one wasp barbarian it's so ridiculous because they're flying units and so there's a penalty to accuracy and there's a penalty to damage and blah 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 and you're just like holy shit I ain't gonna lose like I, I'm just straight up losing fucking units to some wasps like holy fuck that's out of that's nuts that's that's ridiculous uh cause they're orcs they shouldn't be like dying to fucking wasps I understand that Gladius is supposed to be this like desperately uh like foreboding planet but yeah it's just it's way too much um especially on yeah higher difficulties they get this i think they get an expert uh xp uh, like advantage they get more xp but they like there are multiple games where i like literally had to fucking abandon ship i'd be midway through a pretty hefty fucking war and i'd have to like just i'd shit my pants and have to drop everything and send everything I could home uh, while also desperately attempting to build more stuff because a bunch of fucking wasps showed up and they're all level 6 because they can level up as well and so they're all doing shitloads of damage they're surrounded by fucking capital they're just fucking slamming into my shit it's, out of, no, it's nuts it's, it's so dumb uh, like that happened uh, one time it was centipedes instead of wasps, but yeah, and like it's not like you can go wipe them out either. I tried, I try. I'm like this game. I start off and I'm gonna explore until I find the other players. I'm gonna leave some scouts so that I get fucked by the other AI, and then I'm gonna wipe out all the fucking wasps. Uh, and I'd go hunting all the wasps, and somehow there would still be wasps. Like somehow, even though I've I've killed all the fucking wasps, as far as I can tell, there'd still be wasps. There's also like these fucking squid octopus things that are like psychic and they can take over um, units, and uh, apparently they can just do that to fucking anything because uh, they took over one of my heroes at one point, and uh, I had to, despite the fact that. Uh, Orcs are notoriously difficult to like break morale wise. Uh, yeah, my hero became basically useless because I had to kill a bunch of like uh, wasps and dog things and these octopuses, octopi. Uh, I had to kill the octopi to break the hold that it had over my fucking hero unit. So I basically had to drop everything just to kill this octopi or octopus. Meanwhile, my hero unit is fucking my shit up as well. 
I can't attack him because he's my hero and I need to fucking keep him because you got to like level them up and stuff. Otherwise they're useless. All this kind of shit. Uh, too much, too much combat takes place outside of visual range. Uh, like, uh, it seems like the Astro Militarum have like a big emphasis on long range damage and stuff. And it just, it basically just means them setting in cannon fodder to then slam you from way out. So like basically from the fog of war, you just take damage from the fog of war. As far as you can tell, it does a really dumb job of, uh, like illuminating what the fuck is going on there. Uh, what else? There's some bugs. My, uh, it took my entire fucking computer down twice. Hmm. Like literally had to hold the power button to reset twice, uh, <laughs> which is my, that's my limit. Basically, usually I won't go on about it, but, uh, if it does it twice, goodbye, Charlie. One time too many. Exactly. I lost the game. <clears throat> Uh, because at some point it decided that all of my units became neutral. Mm. So I hit enter and it's like, defeat! You have been defeated. I'm like, what? No, I haven't. How the fuck? Uh, one more turn, please, because I'm about to fuck these, these fucking other orcs up. And uh, it's like... Nope, you don't have any units or any cities or anything like that. It's, it's over. Game over. Peace. I don't know. I don't know why the fuck that happened. It did explain. It did not explain why. I look at the charts afterwards, and uh, it's like I'm keeping up with everyone else. I'm a bit ahead in. I think it was research because uh, I had this. One of my heroes gave me a boost to research, so I was even out researching them. And then it gets to like the end point that it just all of my shit just tanks towards the bottom. So I lost that game. Uh couldn't work out yeah, what what happened. No idea. And yeah. Uh I don't know, it's just not very good. Cool. Uh glad I didn't like <laughs> Yeah, I'm glad you didn't either. I hope nobody listening for it. What a recommendation. Um yeah, it's just yeah, it's just too shallow. Like it's ultimately just too shallow. Like I can forgive some bugs and stuff if the gameplay was there and it felt compelling enough to keep me going back to it. But yeah, and it definitely has that fucking that, that element. Like I played it how many hours? I got twenty one hours into it. Uh, I was playing it fucking all day Sunday. Uh, I was like fucking well in. Uh, it's just yeah. Once you see through it, you're like. Eh. I'm probably good. I don't want a fucking civilization game that I'm done with after 21 hours, right? Like every other Civ game. Yeah, you'd be ten, you'd be like not even a quarter of the way through. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. And in, in this, I've like finished like a couple of games with each faction. I don't know. It's just not. Yeah, not not enough going on there. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Uh. What else do we got? Uh, I can talk about Earthfall quickly. <clears throat> um, so Earthfall's basically a Left 4 Dead clone. Um, you play as a bunch of humans and there's uh, different characters in there. 
and there's like an alien invasion that's happened um and and there are like different campaign missions uh each campaign has its like little story that it's got going on uh where you have to go and complete certain tasks um the similar like it's it's pretty fucking similar to left for dead uh like there are hordes of aliens that come after you um there are different types of like hero aliens that, that are out there um like your your boomer so the alien that kind of comes really close and, and when you ex- explode it like spits a bunch of uh like a uh, fucking substance everywhere and then that kind of damages you um there are like pounces in there um there are like uh aliens that overpower like overcharge other aliens um uh there are tank aliens <laughs> like there are it's it's pretty similar uh but in but from what I'm hearing, um, if you liked Left 4 Dead, you'll really like this one a lot. Like, you don't expect anything more than that. Um, I haven't yeah. played much. I've played, like, half an hour on solo just to kind of get a quick feel of it. Um, and, yeah, man, it seems pretty Left 4 Dead-y. Uh, I'm hoping to jump in with some of the other guys. I know, I know there are people in our group that have already got it, so I'm, I want to jump in and play some uh, co-op with them. Um, but you can jump in and play solo if you want, but I feel like this is like the type of games where you want to get in there with friends and then fuck around uh, a bit and see what's kind of going on. Um, I think the differences between this and Left 4 Dead is that there are like, uh, things within the environment that you can set up. So defensive fortifications, um, Left 4 Dead, from what I recall, didn't have any of that sort of stuff. It was pretty just linear, like getting from point A to point B, um, Whereas this has like building mechanics in there. Um, so you can set up turrets and set up, uh, like barricades on walls and that sort of thing. Um, so sort of tinkering a bit more with that formula that was in that mode for Rainbow Six. Um, but by adding, uh, the turrets and whatnot. So it's sort of combining elements that we've seen in Horde mode before with Gears of War. Um, but like pushing it a bit more story focused and moving. So yeah, man, I don't know. I'm keen to jump in and, and play a bit more of it because um, it looks interesting and everybody that I've seen talking about it has said it's like if, gonna, if you liked Left 4 Dead, then yep, this is pretty Left 4 Dead-y, bro. Um, and I watched a couple of streams and people were having fun in that. So yeah, man, keen to check it out. Yeah. <clears throat> well, yep. I won't be joining you. Oh, salty joke. ugly. Does I it? can't believe you pay 30 bucks for fucking Left 4 Dead, though, where you can just, A, play fucking Left 4 Dead. Meanwhile, you won't pay any fucking, like, 11 bucks for a fucking awesome fucking... The Spaceman game. Spaceman game, yeah. That game that game looks like shit. Why? Okay. Rated, rated. Graphics again. What's the graphics? Graphics over gameplay, Luke. That's Have you seen it. the trailer they put out? I'm not sure who made that trailer, but it looks like fucking terrible. It's balls. Let's have it. Let's have a quick. Oh, look at this. Uh, Steam reviews, very positive. Recent reviews, mostly positive. Let's let's take a look at that. That same thing for Earthfall. Oh, mixed and mixed. Yeah, Weird. That's, that's because people love fucking. They want they want that Left 4 Dead, and I'm like, this isn't Left 4 Dead. So it's not even Left 4 Dead. It's not even as good as Left 4 Dead. I hear it's very samey as Left 4 Dead. So it's the same as Left 4 Dead, but not as good 
uh, I don't know. It's not as good. You paid thirty fucking bucks for it. Well, why would it have mixed reviews if if it was as good as Left 4 Dead? I don't know. Left 4 Dead doesn't have mixed reviews. You can just play Left 4 Dead. Just people love that Left 4 Dead. Meanwhile, Space Bear game, uh, spectacular. You like one person's a fucking alien but it's hilarious again we don't have enough people to play space man game we need like we totally do it's a six person fucking game what's it called spaceman engineers spaceman unfortunate spaceman unfortunate spaceman so we've got and you can play with randos 14 bucks randos you can play with randos yes we've got three people that have it at the moment they need another three well, I know Nate will play a thin game, and he just won't buy it if nobody else is going to fucking get in. <laughs> well, there's three of you already, so you're close. Yeah. So now I just have to convince you. Have you watched that trailer, though? It's so fucking bad. It's like a bunch of people standing around talking. Yeah, it's a talking game. They're all social games. That's what I get. Well, like, what's your aversion to social games? You just want to fucking shoot waves of fucking shitty aliens. How come when, when Ubisoft does this, they get shit on? But when, unfortunately, when, when Indie Ubisoft, Man does it... When did Ubisoft do this? In all their games, they're always, like, people pretending they're playing together. Like, you take what? the point. I don't watch trailers <laughs> to shit. What are you talking about? At E3, when, when Ubisoft gets up on stage and they're playing, like, The Division... Is that what they and did everybody... with the trailer for Unfortunate Spaceman? Yeah, that's all it is. It's just people running around talking about shit, but really bad, and, and nothing's happening on the screen. I, I'm looking at the fucking trailer now, and it seems like shit's happening. Like, some alien is eating people and stuff. Like, I, mark my words, social betrayal games are the next big thing. I've never been wrong before, Luke. I don't know why you wouldn't believe me now. Is it going to be uh, like a battle royale social game? A battle royale social game. Yeah, like like DayZ. Oh, uh, but, but someone's actually going to make it, as opposed to maybe it's coming out. Maybe what's that? Uh, what's that game you saw at E3 with the fat guy? <sighs> the ways and shit. Um. I can't remember. Uh, let me check, please. Okay. Uh, I know what you're talking about, but off the top of my head, I don't remember. Scum. Scum. Yep, that's it. All my pages are stuck together. That's a bit weird. Oh, I see what you come, eh? Yeah. There it is. Yeah, scum. S-C-U-M-M. No, it's S-C-U-M. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe that'll be it. I'm looking forward to that. All right. That was Earthfall. Uh, what else is there? Rainbow Six Siege. Yeah, it's just, just want to chuck this in. It's still a lot of fun. It's awesome. Yep. It's a good game. Cool. Um, yep. Yeah, I don't know. Have you played any more since last week? No. Excellent. All right. Well, that's it. I've not played a lot of anything. But not a lot of anything. All right, cool. No. Not even PUBG. Can't even get fucking PUBG to work. Oh, we played one game. Remember? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You died. I died to the laggiest lag shit that I've ever fucking seen. And I bailed. Went back to Secret Laboratory. Yep. All right, should do some news.
What's this news? Uh, this one I love. It's great. Alien Colonial Marines. One of our favorite games of 20... Whatever the fuck. 13? 12? Yeah. Let's go with that. Um, <laughs> so this is really strange. A couple of weeks ago, Nate asked us to jump back into Alien Colonial Marines because he's like, there's this mod uh, where this guy is going through and like revamping the game. He's basically going around and fixing up uh, all the code in it. He's like redoing textures and shit, I think. I don't know. Um, and he's like, we should we should jump back in and check that out. And this is a while ago, right? Like uh, six weeks, maybe? A couple yeah. of weeks back? Um and at that stage, he was like, yeah, the, he's like fixed the AI and all this other crap. And it must have been like, I don't know how he found out about it, but a bunch of other people also found out about this this mod that this guy's been working on. Yeah. And it turns out last year, he found a a, a bug in the code for the AI um, where there was a spelling mistake in one of the lines. And by correcting that, it fixed up a bunch of the, <laughs> the, like, the way the behaviors work on the aliens in the game. Yeah. Um, it was spelt like there was a, a tether written in the, the line of code and they were missing an A on one of the lines. So that, that actual line was never being called out. Um, and so what would happen in the, inside the game is the aliens would basically just run at you all the time and come directly at you. What was supposed to happen was when you actually change this line of code now, they, um, they behave a lot differently by, trying to get around behind you or like they'll try and run away and like get into positions of cover and like move around a lot more um which is it's really fascinating that this like one spelling mistake in a single line of code just completely fucked up the behavior of how the aliens are supposed to work in that game it's crazy that nobody noticed it yeah and the fact that he this guy fixed this like nine months ago (laughs) And it yeah. wasn't a big deal until <laughs> this week. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's crazy. Um, I, I The only thing I've seen from Gearbox is they put a job ad up saying they're looking for somebody to um, come in and read through their lines of code now to look for spelling mistakes. <laughs> so, good. I don't know if they're actually going to push out an update. I feel like uh, they... Speed <laughs> If like on Steam, right? They could do that. It shouldn't I don't, uh, yeah. I don't know. Um, but otherwise, yeah, it's just a really weird thing of this single line just completely fucking up a major aspect of a game. Um, I don't think that that single line is going to make that game good, but it's a pivotal mechanic in there of like at least those aliens behave a bit differently now. Like they've got some thought process behind them and with, that kind of explains yeah. why you'd see videos of just aliens fucking doing weird shit all the time yeah yeah I wonder if it fixes up that fucking sewer section yeah where they beeline at you and explode or, or they just like they would just stand there right like yeah they they would just get to certain sections of the map and just like completely stop or not do anything I, I just don't know how that went through like did someone not look at that and be like they're fucking doing weird shit not sure why (laughs) that game is the fucking like you know send tweet you had no word send tweet to any garbage that you want to 
like if you want to make a bad joke on Twitter, you add send tweet in it, then that absolves you of everything. Yeah, that's what that game is. It's like the fucking fuck it, it's out. Send it, send it live. Hmm. We're all good. It is just they just didn't give a fuck. Yep. Uh, I feel like I'm getting, like it's getting harder to breathe. Eh? Yeah. The longer this goes on, I don't understand. Maybe it's because the most I've actually spoken all week. You got to get some of that nasal spray that fucking opens up the passages and shit. Maybe that stuff is is killer. I used some of that last time I was sick. Works really well. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Totally spraying stuff up the nose. Isn't that how you get prions? What? The, yep. You know what prions are? Pringles. That's what I meant. Pringles. They're prions. Prions are uh, little fucking. These little, not even a, a single cell amoeba things that uh, get into your uh, into your brain. It's your brain. They rewrite like proteins nah, in your brain. That's yeah. what happens when you pull your nose hairs out. That is what are you talking about? Yeah, that is not what happens. How the fuck did you get there? That's what that's happens. As opposed to what spraying medical spray up your nose. It, it lives in water. It's tiny in water. Do you think there's not water in the nasal spray? Of course there is. There has to be. Can't be like pure medicine, can it? That's ridiculous. Anyway. No Man's Sky next update. Um, yeah. I'm thinking of jumping back into this to see You're what the so deal is. So they're adding in multiplayer. Sorry. So the worst. This is on top of all the updates I've done for the last whenever, like, two years. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Um, so they're adding multiplayer finally. You'll be able to jump in with friends and explore together. Um, they've improved a bunch of the visuals on the planets, um, changing the way textures work and 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 clouds and waters and whatnot. Uh, more buildings is one of the things they're putting in there. So base building was something that was pretty shallow uh, in the original game. That's apparently something's been overhauled. Um, space, more space stuff, combat, freighters, being able to assemble like, uh, fleets, that sort of thing is in there now. Um, I don't know, man. Like, I'd be interested to jump in and see, like, how much more of a game that actually is now and sort of compare it to what it was when it first came out. Um, right. and if they're at a point where it's like, hey, this is actually okay now, there's things to do, or it's just more just random shit sort of slapped together. Um, so yeah, I might I might jump back into that when it drops. It's next week, so depending on how busy I am, I got a bunch of things coming up, but um, we'll see. Sounds like you're pretty keen to jump in and check out No Man's Sky. I I was like watching the trailer that they did. Yeah, where I'm like, wow, where I should jump? Shut the fuck up, Joe. Do not talk like that you're not jumping back into this game it is still going to be dull as fuck but at least then you can be informed when hipster devs are like no it's fucking great and you're like no actually it's still shit because uh, there yeah. were still people that were defending that game when it first came out <laughs> that is true yeah yeah um, but that's okay people defend lots of bad games yeah yeah alright uh, like you and Idol Champions I didn't. I never said it was good. Nah, you did convince me to get it, didn't you? So it was. It was free. <laughs> at least it was free. Yeah, I didn't spend forty bucks. <laughs> uh, at least when I am like, "Hey, Joe, you should get this game. It's funny." 
When you do it to me, it's like, this isn't funny. Right. It could have been funny. Yeah. I could have made it. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway. Uh, and this um, last one you put up, I didn't really... I don't know. This right. must happen overnight. Um, yeah. So, uh, there was an interview. Um, an interview uh games industry, not biz. And basically, uh, Remedy was saying that uh, essentially... Uh, they would make if if it was up to them, they'd make sequels to Alan Wake and Quarter Break. Yeah. Considering our history, Alan Wake was really interesting, but it was a collaboration with Microsoft. Due to certain reasons, it never got a sequel. Quarter Break also, we put a lot of effort into creating the world, the characters, the stories, but it was still it was Microsoft IP. They decided not to take it further. Wait, what? The IP, it's fully in our hands to decide how we create it, how we develop, what are the creative decisions that we take. Then maybe one day in the future, if it proves to be successful, it's again in our hands to decide what will be done. That is important. That was important for us. This talking about the difference between the fucking new game they're making and control. Yeah, control is uh is being done through five oh five games. Right, yeah. Well I guess they've got all IP. Control. Yeah, wait, I'm I'm trying did you say games biz? Games industry biz? I am yeah. sure that they have they own Alan White Alan Wake IP. Uh, Unless something changed, I, I Quantum Break was definitely Microsoft, but I thought Alan Wake was no. Well, I guess he's worded remedy. Bit, he's worded a bit different. So considering our history, Alan Wake was really interesting, but it was a collaboration with Microsoft. And due to certain reasons, it never got a sequel. Yeah. So he doesn't directly say it is a Microsoft IP. Yeah. No. Uh, but he does say. He does imply that was Microsoft side of Yeah. Thing. Quantum Break was definitely a Microsoft IP. Alan Wake, I'm pretty sure, was not. Uh, that's their game. Um, it's just that, like, they need a publisher to publish that game, and Microsoft didn't want to. Right. Um, and I feel like... I, I feel like I read something, or at some stage, maybe I was speaking to somebody about, like, if Remedy did do another game with them that they wanted to hand over the IP right to that game and Remedy was like no right yeah it might have been Alan Wake right yeah um or it could have been like a Quantum Break sequel where they were like you need to give us Alan Wake and we'll do that or some shit like some really dodgy fucking deal um where Remedy definitely made the right decision because I feel like if Control looks fucking amazing if that game ends up um, selling well then at some stage I feel like an Alan Wake sequel will happen it's only you know going to be about time Man, maybe Sony comes along and just sw- swipes it from them um, but Alan, Alan Wake I am like 90% sure that it's a, a Remedy IP from the conversations that I've had with people um, yeah, I like I I think Alan Wake's one of the best games of last gen. Quantum Break was an interesting gamble. Like it, I think it it was relying too much on that idea of Microsoft wanting to have their platform be more media focused and and like orientated towards like we're doing TV stuff now. Um cuz when they first launched that thing, it was all about TV and like, hey, we're doing a Halo TV show and we're gonna, you'll be able to watch TV on your Xbox and look at this TV game we've got. And it just didn't pay off at all. Like, they focused way too much on that aspect of it. Um, 
and yeah, it just didn't didn't pan out. I think it sold pretty well from what I gather, but they wanted like their next big blockbuster. So instead, they'll push out Halo Six or whatever it is that's coming out. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, I'm hoping Control does well. Like it looks interesting and weird and seems to play pretty well. Um, so yeah, we'll see what happens with that one. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Is that all they talked about? Uh, yeah, that was it. Right. Where where was this at? Like an interview. Games biz uh, was it out of the thing? Know. I don't know. No, don't know. Anyway. I just got the relevant bits that I knew you'd give a fuck about. Yeah, yeah. Um. Anyway, we'll see. See what happens with that one. Cool. That was the news. Anything else exciting happened that you think of last week? Uh, no. No. All right. Well, we can. Do we have any questions? Uh, I have a question. Sure. Uh, are we going to play World of Warcraft? Uh, <laughs> are we? I've reinstalled it. Oh, no. Yep. I don't know if I've got it installed still. Let me check. Surely I do. It only took me an hour and a half. It's pretty fucking big. Yeah, that NBN. Um, yeah. I have a folder here called Warcraft, which hasn't been updated in two years. So that sounds about right. Perfect. Yeah. I'll find out. I'll find out. I don't know about today. Well, no. <laughs> we got uh, we got other things to play. Secret Lab. Yeah. Good point. My um. Oh, my PlayStation's finished updating, so I deleted like 150 gig. Yeah. And I uh, cut the time down from 10 hours to 30 minutes. Nice. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah. I don't know what was going on. It must have been. It must have been Destiny. That's the only thing I can think Destiny. of. Because I deleted Destiny and NBA. I think I deleted NBA 2K18. Uh, and Destiny was the biggest one on there. Um, and maybe like some, and like a bunch of small indie games, like PlayStation Plus games. Um, but they were the two big ones. It was only like 150 gig. So I don't know what the fuck, why that all of a sudden kicked up. But anyway, it's done. So I can play around with that now. Um, but any real questions or just pretend questions? Uh, no real questions. Okay, cool. We can wrap this up then. We can get out of here. You can go blow your nose or something. True. Yeah. Um, the Gap, you can find us on iTunes, Android, Windows Store. Um, you can rate and review us on there. It helps other people find the show. Muchly appreciated. If you want to send us questions, you can email us, thegapodcast at gmail.com. You can also jump onto our Discord page if you want to send us questions on there thegapodcast.com slash discord um we've got a bunch of channels on there people playing games we've got uh the fortnite channel the scp channel tanks 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 rain bros yep watching esports we're gonna be doing a bit of that next week uh pgi starting next weekend yep um i'm pumped Yep, so you can do that. You can also jump onto our social media pages, facebook.com slash gapodcast, twitter.com slash gapodcast, or you can go to our website, thegapodcast.com. It's got all the links we just talked about just then, including past episodes of the show. And that's all thanks to our Patreon members. If you want to help support this show right now, you can go to patreon.com slash gapodcast. And uh, we appreciate everyone that does it every month. We do. Yeah, awesome. Helps us Thank pay you. for server costs and keeping the show running on the internet, which is pretty cool. 
because uh, we can do that every week. That's it, I think. Anything you want to want to pimp out that you've been working on? Uh, no, actually, go watch the uh, go to Skippy TV and watch watch the latest episode of the highlights thing. There's a really good highlight from um, Call of Duty match last week. Talking to some Tatum Mines managed to beat Optic. It was fucking killer. Cool. Yep. And uh, I take my shirt off, so pretty good. Oh, all right, that sounds woo, fun. Section A. Also, I uh, I made it into the five years of PAX Australia video. Oh, really? Yeah, they, they interview like uh, the guys, the PAX, the uh, PRK guys, Mike and Jerry. Is it Jerry? Tom and Jerry? Gab- Gabby Borland. Uh, and, uh, Does it actually say Gabby Borland? No, it doesn't. Oh. Guy Wahlberg. But uh, yeah, I'll meet it. Cool. Is that your shoey? I'm doing my shoey, yeah. Nice. Warriors. Uh, I didn't, I'm surprised that they showed that. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Fair enough. Good. Nice. Yeah. Um, what about you? I, I don't have much going on. I got some things I'm working on. Um, things I don't know if I can talk about. No one said I couldn't talk about. Got some games coming up. There's uh, some stuff happening. Uh, looks like I'm going to QuakeCon. Um, no one's told me I can't cool. talk about that, so uh, awesome. I'll be heading over for that. that. That's why I was playing Quake a couple weeks back. Sure. Uh, I'm looking forward to that event. Uh, looks like Nate and I are going to go cause some trouble over there. Awesome. Um, so, yeah, we should jump back in Quake and see what you kind of think about it. Um, I don't know if you've got it still installed, but we could play Jules or something. I don't know. Whatever they do in that game now. Yeah. Yeah. True. Um, And there's a couple other previews coming up. I I don't really want to mention that in case we get in trouble. But anyway. Okay. That's fine. There's things things going on. Just can't talk about them. So. Cool. That's it. Uh, Twitter.com slash Luke Laurie. You can find me. Next week we'll have World of Warcraft to talk about. Yeah. Is that out like next week? I don't know. I thought it was August. The, I know the new patch came yeah, out. They're, yeah, they're doing the new patch and so I figured jump in and have oh, these. Okay. Yeah, the pre-patch just went or it's going up. Um, but that game is, I'm pretty sure it's next month. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so I'm checking, just checking it out. Right, yeah. See what's going on. Getting, I like the best. Guess I better get up to level 110 or whatever the fuck it is you're gonna be at. You can just buy those these days, or they give you a free one. They changed the subscription model. I saw. Um, you yeah. no longer have to buy each expansion pack. You just subscribe and yeah. you get everything, which is a smart way of doing it. True that. Yeah. All right. Is that it? Anything else you want to mention? Uh, yeah, next week we'll play World of Warcraft and either Unfortunate Spaceman or Deceit or So Help Me Fucking God. <laughs> we fuck. Earthfall, yes, we're doing it. Yeah. All right, thanks for listening. Bye.